Hello, welcome to a new episode of Supply Cast, the podcast from the Healthcare Supply Association. Today, I've got a first timer, another first timer on the podcast. It's Joe Stanford. How are you doing, Joe? I am fantastic, Bruce. Having a fantastic day. What about you? <laughs> Joe is fantastic. Yeah. Joe is fantastic. I like that. I like that. It's going to Friday. If we were recording this on a Monday afternoon, would you say fantastic? Because it is a Friday afternoon, but of course. Yeah, that helps. It would have been fantastic, or would it have been merely sort of, you know, I'm good. Would it have been slightly less enthused? It would have been, you know, there's an awful lot of uphill climb to do uh-huh. for the rest of the week. So <laughs> so we're sliding down the, the end of the week now. So it's like, woohoo. Yeah. Joe, you are from the uh, HPCA. You'll know that already. You'll be, you'll be aware of that. The Healthcare Projects and Chains Association. So I think the first thing to do is really me to ask you about uh first of all what what it is what it is you do what is the hpca so um so for me we we are ultimately here as an association to support the nhs to thrive and improve um so so my my real kind of driving force i'm a i'm a chartered project professional uh, you know and a fellow of the association for project management and that's the kind of golden thread that sort of runs through me. Um, but I'm a passionate advocate for the NHS. You know, I think healthcare is a, you know, an essential. And so the thing that gets me up in the morning and keeps me going through the sort of, you know, the challenges that we face in doing stuff is that I want this to be around for, you know, the next generation for grandkids and stuff. So, um you know, as as an organisation, we are like HCSA uh, and uh, HFMA, the Financial Management Association. We're here to support professionals um, uh, with their professional development, um, but we're also an education and training organisation. And it's mm-hmm. about you know making sure that everybody's got the skills because everybody gets involved in projects and change. So does everybody have the skills to be able to do it effectively and uh, you know keep it going for the future generations? How did you come to get involved at HPCA? Tell me a little bit about your background was prior to it. So um, not everybody knows this, but my first career uh, was as a lighting designer in the theatre. Okay, brilliant. Where? <laughs> well, in like kind of uh, um, what what kind of level of theatre was that? So um, I I once uh, designed the lighting for a uh, concert at the Barbican Hall. Oh, great. And and I realised there was never never going to make a uh, you know a lucrative career out of it because right. I, I was a, a student at the time, and there were two thousand people in the audience. It was you know packed house, really mm-hmm. successful, and I got the handsome uh, you know sum of fifty quid for all my efforts. <laughs> so, so that's when I kind of decided maybe that's not the career direction for me. It wasn't yeah. going to pay the mortgage anyway. Um, so I kind of uh, but. Interestingly, a theatre production is probably the purest form of project management you can see. Right. Nobody opens the curtain late on opening night. It's always Mm -hmm. on time. It delivers. It strikes. They move on. And um, so that was a a brilliant grounding for me in terms of, you know, project management. I then went the opposite way. Uh, did a graduate scheme for a a logistics and distribution multinational and spent a few years learning about business. But it wasn't the environment for me. I wanted to do something for the public good. Um, I then did teaching certificate for adult education and uh, uh, then went to work for Department of Health 
And I spent sort of eight years out of the 10 years I was there working for the chief health professions officers, um, delivering projects uh, and programs for them. And, and that was fantastic. And that for me was then, well, actually delivering services in the NHS is something that as a person who cares about society, you'll go, yeah, that's something I can buy mm. into as a, a mission um a purpose and um so i joined health education england when it was set up in 2013 as the sort of head of corporate portfolio office um and alongside that uh, that was the day job i was head of profession because with my kind of professional body uh association um i really wanted to support the healthcare sector to improve how we deliver projects um, and give people the skills. And so I set up a community of practice um, with DHSC and some of the other arm's length bodies back in 2017. Um, uh, and we we did all the things that associations do. You know, we have events and regional networks and we designed a capability framework for the profession and we commissioned education and training programs and apprenticeships. And it was all the foundation blocks for professional careers in project and change management in healthcare which were missing um mm -hmm. so so that was kind of you know why and and sort of what we did and the aim having seen what the other professions had achieved the non-clinical professions so the finance and the people profession and uh procurement of commercial um it's like a fantastic model for professional development and so that's what we aimed to do in terms of setting up the Healthcare Project and Change Association. Okay. Now, I know that um, we recently, obviously, earlier, oh, this is where I've got to be careful, earlier this month, I'm trying to think when this goes out. We're at the end of the month. It's always annoying <laughs> when you do that. <laughs> in October is what I will say, just in case yeah. this comes out as we lurch into November, which it probably will be. Uh, we had um, our PDP event, HCSA's PDP event, Um Newest speakers uh, speak over the course of the days. Uh, uh, one of which was you. Mm -hmm. uh, how did you? How was that? I mean, I understand. A little birdie tells me that it went very well, and feedback was very good on it. Excellent. And um, uh, but how how did you how did you find it? What was that like? Um, so to the uh, delegates there. So so one of the things yeah you know, I mentioned I did a teaching certificate. I also mm. did a certificate and training practice with the CIPD I love the teaching and training side of things mm. um and for me imparting learning and getting people to have that aha moment go oh I get it now okay yeah and having something to take away that adds value to what they do day to day that I, that I find that really uh rewarding um so I've been talking to um uh, uh Mark who's chief exec of HCSA about you know uh, how can we collaborate? How can we work together? What can we do that supports each other to move forward? And projects and procurement are very closely aligned. Um, you know, projects have generally got to go through the procurement process. You know, procurement teams have got to work with project teams in terms yeah. of how do they deliver on it. And for me, it's about how do we how do we support each other where in those elements where we intersect? Mm. So part of it is how can we support uh, procurement and commercial professionals to understand more about project management both for them to deliver their own projects because every procurement process is a you know a, a, a project in its own right yeah. but also to work closely with those teams and support those teams with the 
uh, procurement knowledge that they need to have to make sure that they plan it in more effectively. Yeah, what by um by uh, Mark, there you obviously referring to HSA Chairman Mark Rosgrove. For those yes. who aren't didn't pick up on that, um, yeah, sorry, carry on. So, so for me, that that bit about transferring skills between professions is something we should all be kind of collaborating on. Um, so, so I offered to to provide a, a half day training course as part of that procurement leadership program mm-hmm. on uh, introduction to project planning for procurement specialists. Um, and the idea was that we 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 get people to understand what's involved in the planning process. You know, what are the critical things you need to think about? How, who do you need to talk to? Who do you need to have involved? What are the intended benefits? What are the things that are going to happen if it does go right? You know, what are the disbenefits? Um, and we I, we used um, a case study around climbing K2 because there's been quite a lot of research around that. So Cranfield University does it as a case study for uh, you know, project management. Um, and it's also a bit more fun to to plan an expedition. Um, yeah. and, and and it gets people thinking in a different way about planning. And so so the idea is that they go away having had some experience, having had uh, got some tools to take with them to apply to their own projects uh, and procurements when they go back to their organizations. Uh, and um we also we also got to, had a quiz so that um, they could get their uh, certificates to say that they'd achieved their level one mm. in project planning. So it was great fun, and everybody yeah. was really fantastic on that in that cohort, really engaged and um, uh, and involved. Yeah, as I understand, as I understand it, the, the, the feedback was 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 really good in it. I was told so. Um, yeah, that's that that that's great. And you're right, awful lot of synergy there. So it makes perfect sense. So that's that's really great. Um, I was just thinking, actually, we've obviously got the uh, our annual winter conference coming up, 28th, 29th no, November. Yeah. Are you in attendance there? I am. I am going to be there. Um, we're actually going to be sharing the uh, HCSA stand at the conference. Yeah. Uh, so a colleague and I will be there. So come along and say hello. Uh, it'd be yeah. great to great to meet people. Um, some, one of the things for me is about learning more about what is happening in the other profession space and how their lens on the challenges in the NHS uh, are being tackled because the more we can learn and how we can collaborate on things, the better we are. But also we've got resources that can support, you know, procurement and commercial specialists. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously we had that half day training program, but actually we've got some core skills online learning modules that are free for everybody to do. And they were really designed for, um, everybody to to learn more about it so um, that's one of the things that we're going to be promoting and sharing um, and also if anybody's interested in learning more about project management because they get involved in a, in a regular basis they can come and talk to us and find out how they can develop their skills marvelous well everyone will know where to find you now at the conference yeah. um just wondering if we get any, if you have any trouble with the lighting on the stage uh, would you be able to <laughs> <laughs> we know where to turn to absolutely <laughs> bring your screwdriver or whatever i don't know sockets yeah. or whatever who knows <laughs> I do, if i start to get bored at events i start looking at the lighting that could be a bit higher or lower or something. <laughs> um joe yeah that's 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 excellent so that's where people can come and they can have a chat with you and um you know get get a further idea of what you're doing and just asking any questions there so that that's, that's really great um joe uh what I want to do now as we hurtle towards the sort of final chapter of the podcast 
is we're going to do what ha- what everyone that is a first time on the podcast has to be put through, mm-hmm. which is a trip to the Desert Island Supplies part. Excellent. Um, and regular listeners will know that I'm about to ask you what luxury item, uh, album, and film you would take. That's all you got. So, you know, you've got the out. Now, because there's quite a lot of pressure on you, really, because it's a project planning. So I would expect you to have very quickly in your head uh, treated this as a project about how you would think about passing your time on this desert island. Absolutely. So I'm going to start with what what's your what's your luxury item going to be? So this might seem like an, an odd choice, um, but uh, I, I live in North Yorkshire and I'm very mm-hmm. lucky to live on the edge of the, the Ribble Valley. And uh, we've got sort of a, a, a bit of like space on allotment and I have some pet chickens. Mm-hmm. So my luxury item would be to take my pet chickens with me to keep me company. Okay, would they be all right in the desert island? Do they? I mean, well, as long as there's enough kind of greenery for them to forage yeah. in, I love it absolutely. Oh, that sounds. That sounds. How many are there? Uh, just the five. Five. All right. Okay. So lots of company, though. Yeah. Lots of company <laughs> and eggs. Yes. Well, exactly. Oof. Yeah. Brilliant. And you know, you don't want to go there, but you know, no. if you get really hungry. <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming i'm assuming there's enough there's food, food there's an island also, yeah <laughs> oh there is yes there's there's vegetation and food and all that yeah um what uh album do you think you would tell what music you'd be listening to where you're hanging out with the chickens okay so this might age me a bit but um i have to say the one thing that if if i only had one to take with me and i had to list it over over it's got to be pink floyd's dark side of the moon okay one of the most popular albums of all time one of the biggest selling albums oh, of all time, if not the still, exactly. quite possibly, yeah, um, was in the uh, top ten for about uh, forty years or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Probably still is somewhere. Um, okay, excellent. Okay, that's good. We've got our chickens. We've got Pink Floyd. Actually, I've got a bit of a pink. I've got a bit of a Pink Floyd story. Ooh. About six. When was it? Six, seven years ago, I was in an Italian restaurant in Canary Wharf, and sat next i looked up and sat next to me the tables typical telling us tables quite close i looked up and opposite me was dave gilmore wow it was dave gilmore who actually asked was looking at the menu couldn't say what i have and asked me what i was having because it <laughs> looked good and i said yeah it's a bit do you want to try some but she did oh my god mm, there you That's are awesome. so i i kind of I, I could argue i had dinner with dave gilmore yeah you definitely and, did and i have argued yeah. that yeah. On many occasions. <laughs> I would have used that too. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> there you are. I mean, had the great opportunity to uh, wheel out my Pink Floyd story there. Um, that's great. Now, what, so what film are you going to take? Well, I mean, let me try and guess. Go on How big a Pink Floyd fan are you? Uh, well, I mean... Are, it, are you going to say Pink Floyd the ball, the movie? Well, I, I do absolutely adore that. Yeah, it's yeah, so a do phenomenal I. Great movie, yeah. It isn't necessarily my top choice, though. Okay. Which is? So my top choice is Hot Fuzz. Okay, brilliant. Excellent. I'm trying to keep you entertained and laughing, run it? doesn't laugh. A good Part two in the Cornetto trilogy. Yeah, exactly. It. <laughs> it is the best of the three. Um, and, uh, yeah, it, it, uh, I can watch that over and over again, and it yeah. just makes me laugh every time. And right. it's, it's a brilliant film. Yeah. So with my eyes. Yeah. Uh, theatre background uh, as a as a kind of a, a creative structure yeah. the the editing the sound the the, the I was going to say did you like the lighting in that one 
It's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you approve? The, <laughs> did you give it the thumbs up, the lighting? I'm Absolutely. Uh, well, I mean, that's great. What an eclectic collection of things. Sadly, I've, I've not uh, eaten in an Italian restaurant next to Simon Pegg, but um, uh, they sound, yeah, that one eclectic, I like that eclectic group. You've got Pink mm-hmm. Floyd, you've got Hot Fires, and you've got um, you've got your five chickens. Yeah. So it sounds like you're all set and ready to go. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go. Is it going to be warm there? Is, is it? Are we talking about a tropical island? I mean, I mean, it, it's going to be warm. I can't promise there won't be perhaps the odd, you know, lashing of rain. Oh, that's fine. I live in North Yorkshire. It's already like that here. Yeah, yeah. So, so it'll be part. It'll be like a bit drier than North Yorkshire and warmer in general. But awesome. the rain might be familiar. And does it have good Wi-Fi? And can I plug my laptop in? Well, I, I like to sort of not go there in terms of wi-fi i just assume it's going to be there you can carry it you can go about your business vaguely i'm happy to go and work there apparently you you send me the ticket i'm on i will do i will do <laughs> with with winter coming it's kind of yeah. like six tickets you there. you and the chickens exactly uh joe thank you very much for joining me today it's and uh yeah just a reminder the um 28th 29th november the hsa winter conference you will be able to see joe if you hang around by the HSA stand, which, you know, everyone does at one point or another during the course of the two days. Yeah. Um, so thank well, you very we'll much. Time. Tell me whether you like uh, Pink Floyd and Hot Fuzz. Um, yeah, yeah. Discuss tell me about what your that. Perhaps, perhaps you prefer Shaun of the Dead uh, well, uh, yeah. out of the Concerto trilogy. Unlikely that that your your favourite, The World's End, is your favourite out of the three. <laughs> but, uh, but who knows? I mean, you know, it takes all kinds, doesn't it? It does. Thanks, Joe. Thanks for finding the time. Brilliant. Thanks very much, Bruce. And I hope you can join me on the next episode of Supplycast. Bye. (laughs) 